coming to you live from Hell Entertainment Studios. Center Sundays. With your hosts, Diggs and A Grace. popular and more successful and you're working harder now than I think I've ever seen you work. You, you work you work hard you're in every movie. Well, I'm such a I'm such a whore I can't say no. To you. <laughs> For some reason I felt William Shatner come over me. Right. Which happened. Oh, I wish right. I could say if this someone <laughs> yeah. Did you move to Los Angeles first or come to, to uh, New York When first? I was a year and a half old. Mm -hmm. I don't think California was a state at that time. <laughs> I think it was but, Is that right? I don't think so. Controlled by Mexico. Uh, that's <laughs> right, Spanish exactly. at it. <laughs> at 90 years old, I was not expecting this. Let's right. put it that way. Just the way things have gone the last couple of years has been just fantastic. That's right. So I'm going to start lying about my age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 45. You're 45. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. 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 <laughs> it's funny because people wanted me topless, but I said no. And it weren't you? I got so hard to tell. <laughs> I come from hardcore Irish Catholics. They're upset, obviously, at that moment, but then they turn it into an excuse to tell really funny stories and drink like crazy. Oh, and drink know? like crazy. I'm, I'm not an Irish, you know, right. like you. Yeah. Uh, I've, I'm a little mix-up of a lot of things, but I don't have to wait till then to drink. What do you like to do in your free time? Oh, I like to I like to do most anything. Play with animals mostly, and uh, vodka is kind of a hobby. And, uh... Hey, right. hey! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Sinner <laughs> Sundays. A little bit different of an opening there that we wanted to do to. Pay respects to everyone's non-related grandmother, I want to call her. So <laughs> Betty like White. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I know, rip Betty White, huh? 2021 takes out one right before the end, and it's got to be Betty White. 17 days before her 100th birthday. <laughs> Ooh, I actually have a little thing about that. So, I mean, it was like a meme or something, I don't know. But it's true. Because in her lifetime, there was so many uh, leap years that actually she was a hundred and a hundred years old in seven days. Well, there you go. Those leap I years. Know. Those leap years. So technically, she did reach a hundred. Well, good for her. You know, rest <laughs> in peace, Betty White, Golden Girls. Uh, fun fact about the Golden Girls: when she auditioned, she auditioned for the Rose of Blanche. I knew that. I didn't I know that. I, I didn't watch Golden Girls, did you? I did. And I, you know, Blanche was the sluttier of the four. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't picture Betty White being the, the, 
the slut of the, the group. I don't know, man. She says some pretty dirty shit in her interviews. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot more out there. That was just a quick minute and a half, two minutes that we could gather up and uh, provide you guys with some comic comedic yeah. relief. And like you did say, because we don't have music news this week, we just have Betty White. Have Betty Facts. White news is. That's all it's <laughs> all relevant right now. <laughs> right. So she turned down. A couple, a handful of movies, if there's any, like, animal cruelty involved, because she was such an animal activist. Yep. Um, like, one movie she turned down was with Jack Nichols. Jack Nichols. Jack no. Nicholson? Yeah, why did I just say that wrong? <laughs> you've, been having, you've been having issues with words since we, since we logged on, so. I know. Sunday. Um, anyways. Because he had to shove a puppy down a laundry chute. And she was like, no, I'm all set. <laughs> but there's, there's a couple other ones, too, which I was like, oh. Yeah. Eddie, <laughs> could you be any more awesome? Any more perfect grandma? Awesome. And, uh, uh, she did that? That? Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go, go, go. Oh, I was going to say, she did have the longest TV career for females. Yeah. Like, ever. It's probably one of your facts. <laughs> It's in there, but I was actually going to say she was a Guinness Book of World Record holder. Oh, I didn't see that one. <clears throat> for that particular fact that you just put, that, that you said. Words, words, so, words. Yeah, words. I have no words either. Listen, I'm <laughs> fighting some shit, so bear with me. Um, for the longest TV career of an entertainer female. That's her Guinness Book of World Records holds. All right. 70 years in show business. It's in that house. She's so cute. She's nice. She's nice. She's just one of those people that if you meet, like she just would have been a nice lady. <laughs> oh yeah, and I bet she would have done like vodka shots with you at the bar and probably probably drink under the table. Oh, hello, probably. I mean, we both don't do vodka, but if she passed a shot over, I don't think either one of us would deny it. True. I don't know. She liked her martinis. She was a martini girl. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Do you know what um, she would? Do you know what she was going to be if she wasn't going to be an actor? I don't. A zookeeper. Ah, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. She, I didn't know that she was in um, World War II. Did yeah, you know I, that? I she had that on my list. Whatever. But you didn't know that until you had it written down. Exactly. So <laughs> why don't you enlighten our, our millions and millions of viewers? <laughs> On your back. Love to. Um, yeah, she drove a P PX truck, which I don't know what it, it carried. Something it was pretty big if you look up a picture of it. But uh, yeah, she was. In, I did not know that. I'm like, damn. I knew she was a badass, but she is a badass. She was a badass. Like she was She's... the man. She was the man. <laughs> uh, she was the oldest person to work, to earn an Emmy nomination oh i didn't know she was the oldest yep i know she got six she has six and then she was nominated for 18. and then and her... go for it <laughs> see it's it's tough when we're not side by side it's tough when we're doing it like this it's two two shows in a row that we have to do it like this but it's the way of the world so here we are here we are whatever we're still here um what was i saying oh her real name is in fact Betty. It's not short for Elizabeth, anything like that. Her parents didn't want, they wanted the name to be Betty. They didn't want it to be Liz or 
back. So Betty White is her real birth name. Uh, my last fact before we get into introducing our guests, I'm letting you know what we're going on for the rest of the show. Uh, in 2010, a face group, Facebook group, a face group, <laughs> a Facebook group called Betty White to host SNL uh, made her the oldest person in Saturday Night Live history to host. Wow. This is I lost my pen. Oh, here she, she really is the GOAT. She's the GOAT. Exactly. Perfect way to put that. That she's she's the go. <clears throat> totally. So but yeah, that's, Betty that's White. My, Betty rip. White, that's uh rest in peace. Uh someday. She's like, we'll... I'm fucking done with this crazy shit. Not doing I'm, it anymore. I gotta I'm go. I'm going out. I'm gonna go connect with the other golden girls up there. And yeah. uh how did she oh. die? I don't even even know. I don't I didn't even look up to see how what the cause of death was. Yeah, she just peacefully she probably went bridge jumping or, or bungee jumping or something. <laughs> I think we'd see a picture of that, but But in all seriousness, uh rest in peace, rest in power to Betty White and uh you know thoughts to her family, friends and millions and billions of fans that she has out there. I'm right? not I've never been affected by a celebrity death, but not that it affected me, but it was just one of those ones that made me go. Oh, it sucks. Yeah, it was sad. It's Betty White. It's grandma. It was sad. Um, okay. And other facts or other things for the show tonight. We have uh, Tommy. Ter Tom Jesus Christ. <laughs> I cannot talk tonight. Tommy Church from A Killer's Confession and the Jeffrey Nothing Band coming on. Talk to us about what he's got going on. Um, please like, share, subscribe. To our Facebook YouTube page and the LT TV YouTube page, which we are streaming on as well tonight. Um, so go give a like, share, subscribe to all of that. We would greatly appreciate it. Uh, we know Betty White is kicking it and watching the show up uh, wherever she's uh, departed at. And, yeah, she was um, our secret fan. She's oh, absolutely. been supporting us, so you guys should too. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have her backing. We need to know. So. <laughs> so we're looking for sponsors. Yep. Um. So yeah, Tommy Church coming up next. Ash, you got anything else before we uh, play a video from Killer's Confession and bring Tommy in? Was I supposed to? I don't know. I was just asking if you had anything. Oh no, that's we talked about Betty White. Yeah, we we could we could do a whole <laughs> show on Betty White if we wanted to. Oh my god, we talked about it. But um, no, that's it. You? No, I got nothing else. I want to get Tommy in here to talk about him. There's a lot going on in his world. Um, but we have a quick snippet of a video. From Achilles Confession, uh, Knife from Behind. We're going to play a little bit of that and then uh, we'll be back with Tommy. See you soon.
And we are back. That was a clip from A Killer's Confession, Night From Behind. We are joined by the great guitar player, Tommy Church. How are you, Tommy? Hello, everyone. How are you? We are good. I am good. I'm not going to speak for uh, Team Inglefang over there, uh, <laughs> a.k.a. Ashley. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Uh, thank you. Thank you for popping on. We got questions popping in the comments already, so we'll get to those in a little bit. Um, Tommy, thank you for joining us tonight. We, we yeah. really appreciate it. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. You know, sitting down with us and uh, talking about pretty much everything that's going on. So why don't you give a little history of, of, of yourself, tell us how you got started in, in the music industry playing guitar, and uh, we'll roll from there. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, I was born, <laughs> I wanted to play guitar, and that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest answer in interview history. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it... You know, I've said it a million times. Ever since I was a kid, I would dress up like Ace Freely and Gene Simmons and dance around with a broom. And, you know, my mother would more than tan my hide because I'd use all of her mascara and makeup. Because, you know, <laughs> I was Ace Freely. So I love you would that. pull out dress up, paint and all. Well, you know, when you're four and five years old, yeah. you use what oh, you yeah. can, you know. Absolutely. And I mean, to be kissed, I wore a couple of trash bags and a whole lot of bad eyeliner, but, you know, I was cool. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Of course. You, of course. That's you know, awesome. So. That's, uh, so, like, right off the grid, was your family, like, super into music, or did you see something when you were a kid that just, in your brain, you're like, I need to do this? Well, it, it's, you know, I have some very vivid memories of when I was really young, and my mother was a great piano player, so... Cool. You know, she she worked the third shift and we lived in a really old house. So she would come home at, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning or whatever time they get off sometimes, you know, and she would play like Moonlight Sonata, which is my favorite piece of music of all time. And, you know, I would just hear it through the walls of this old creepy house and it would scare me to death. But, you know, it's it's just kind of like something you don't understand. You're so scared, but you're intrigued by it and you just got to know what it is. And I guess totally. that started my fascination with music, you know. It's like, don't go in the closet, but I want to know what's in there. <laughs> but know? I have to open it. Totally. Hell yeah. yeah. So, that's pretty much it. And I'm still doing it today. So, you know, uh, I think uh, I think my lucky stars, you know, I've been playing guitar and traveling bands and making music for almost 20 years now. Wow. I'm, not, I'm still not as cool as Betty Watt, but... <laughs> I definitely hope I'm that cool when I get that age. <laughs> I gotta say, I don't think a lot of people are Betty White status. I think Betty White has her own status, and that's that's a milestone to hit. <laughs> oh yeah, that, we, that that's true. Yeah, that intro you played was great. She <laughs> she, she she was something, man. You know? Yeah, and, she uh, was, and you so could just cute. tell she like like Ash said, but when you know when we were talking before, you could just tell she was a sweetheart. Just by her demeanor and the way that she held herself, you know, she she was a down to earth person. So, but also yeah. she would fuck you up if you absolutely with her or her family. Like she know she knew people. She knew people. I bet she could shred <laughs> on a guitar. Well, you know, I, I would have loved. Too. I would have loved to have hung out with her when she was like lit on vodka. Could you imagine <laughs> right. the stories the and all? Imagine the shit that'd come out of her mouth, and you know, you'd just be like in awe. You'd just be like. Please say that one more time. Just <laughs> do that again. <laughs> so. Totally. And, oh. right. Well, back to you. Yes. 
I mean, or, you know, we can keep sprinkling by the end, but. <laughs> well, I couldn't so, help if she was cool. Yeah. So no, before we, oh, yeah, she was cool. Uh, before we hopped on, you were telling us that you've just been on a writing kick. You've just been writing so much. And I held off to ask, so is that for both bands, The Killer's Confession and Jeffrey Nothing? Is it, are you writing for other people right now? Like, well, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of just an open process, you know, like, um, me and Waylon are getting ready to work on a new, a killer's confession album. You know, we, uh, yes. we're hooking up with DJ scat from struggle Jennings, you know, and he's going to produce some songs. And then of course, you know, we'll be working with Sahaj again and stuff like that. So, oh, you yeah. know, that's, that's pretty much been the writing kick that I've been on, you know, I probably wrote. Uh, I've got probably about eight to nine musical ideas that I took on in like the past three or four days, you know, just trying to cram it all in be like, Oh, write as much as you can. But oh, you know, yeah. some, sometimes when you're in that mood, something just comes out that you don't even expect. And you're mm -hmm. like, well, that's not going to work for this. So, you know, you just start building a list and then the next thing you know, you got a, a whole cupboard full of garbage that you got to clean out. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to have stuff in the, in the book, though, side projects or something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, have it, have it there, and in the vault. And if you need it, you can go back, back and grab it. Well, it's 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 a crazy. I was doing it today before I came on and talked to you guys. You know, it's been a rainy day here in North Carolina. You know, pretty cold. Nothing to do but stay in, watch movies or whatever. But I've got this bad habit. Every time I watch a movie, I pick up a guitar, and then twenty minutes into the movie, I'm not even watching the movie no more. <laughs> I'm over here working on this riff that just came out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I can make that into something. And so uh, movies never work out for me. So <laughs> never, never. There's nothing wrong with that. It helps with your creative flow. <laughs> and this was a good movie, too. It was something about this satanic cult was taking babies and sacrificing them. And I was like, oh, this got pretty interesting. Right. And then. And then I started writing a piece of heavy metal music. So <laughs> it Whatever. sounds like a Tubi movie for sure. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, I'm going to jump to a question real quick by uh, Black Blood Store Alex P. Um, I'm going to put up there on the screen. I don't know if you can see it. Because uh, there's a lot of books in your, in your back, in the background there, Tommy. What are you reading besides the bar menu on tour? <laughs> well i am a big reader you know it's like uh my favorite author is hp lovecraft you know i love all the the dark and stuff that your mind just can't figure out that you want to figure out you know especially like ancient mysteries and stuff like that the last book i read was called uh or the last novel i read because i read a bunch of short stories but the last novel i read was called the lost symbol by dan brown that's kind of older but you know i just Hadn't never picked it up, and it was it was pretty good. I enjoy the lore, but I read all kinds of books on religion. My favorite is uh, you know nonfiction documentaries, serial serial killer stuff. You know the average okay. normal, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Reader's Digest, you know, <laughs> a TV guide. Well, they still, they still, they still make a TV guide. I don't know. Well, I do not well, know. Yeah. I, I, I do a lot of poop reading, you know, while you're scrolling, you know. I think it's where we all, I, it's where I do a lot of my uh, my uh, social media. Yeah. <laughs> the poop that, media. That, it's your personal time. That's the one time nobody's <laughs> definitely not going to bother you. 
you know. It's true. Well, except I learned a lot one, of. <laughs> What's that? Except when you have one year olds running around the house and they're trying to get into the bathroom because daddy's taking a shit. But you know, uh, there's that. <laughs> um. So you guys just uh, kill us confession. You guys just got off the road. Uh, tell us about the tour that you guys were just on. How did it feel to be back in front of a crowd after uh, the pandemic shut the world down? You know, it was it was great, and people were really nice, and, uh, you know, it was different, especially because we did, like, a little tour in 2020, like, during the height of the pandemic, you know, and people just looked at you like you were, like you were like a zombie or something, you know, because that was just the, the feeling of the world going around, but, you know, everybody came out. It was really cool. We were on tour with um, Tommy Vexed and uh, Struggle Jennings. And really cool people, you know, um, great performers, I got to say. You know, I mean, I wasn't too familiar with all their songs, but, you know, by the end of the tour, you know, you're that guy in the crowd having a couple of Bud Lights, singing every word, telling the person beside of you, oh, this song's coming next. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just spoiling it for them. But it's, it awesome. was great, man. It's great to be back out there on the road and seeing life again, you know, because I'm a very right. big people person, you know, if it, if it wasn't for the people and everybody that I just get to talk shit to all the time, you know, this, this shit wouldn't be worth it at all. So, you know, that that's the best Absolutely. part and, you know, and it, it's just amazing, you know, thankful for that every day. What was that? Some of the things like you guys did to keep in contact with your fans over the pandemic? Well, you know, uh, making a lot of videos, you know, social media has yeah. gotten kind of weird for me. You know, it's just, it's just yeah. especially during that whole left, right thing or whatever you want to call it. And it, it just mm -hmm. drove me crazy and it pushed me away from it, you know, because, uh, you know, just sitting and going through people's opinions all the time just burns you out. Just like, 100%. Oh, yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been a lot to say the least. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that was a talk. Well, I mean. It's still there, but, you know, it's like, um, yeah. and I mean, you know, I was guilty. You know, I fell into it. I was reading and scrolling and, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, fuck this. But, you know, I just pushed myself away from that and started getting back into the music and letting all this stupid world drama go and blah, 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 because, you know, it just brings you down, boggles your mind, and it's just no good. It's just corrosion. So, you know. I try to reach out to the fans as much as I can because I'm not on social media as much as, you know, I feel like we should be, but you know, it's when, tough when, though. It's a lot. Well, <laughs> it's well, so much. You know, it's, it's really hard, you know, because I get like, Oh, you never, you never talk to people. You never talk to people. I'm like, well, it's kind of hard to sit on Facebook for four hours when right. I'm sitting in front of a pro tools and right. writing three songs, you know, right. so, you know, I, like with all that, you know, I just got my mind to where I wanted to take it and got away from all the BS, so to speak. So, you know, got back in the music again and going on tour definitely helped, you know, seeing like uh, other artists, you know, especially like the local bands and uh, the opening artists that would open up for the show, you know, talking to them, seeing how things were in their communities and how in their scenes and stuff like that, you know, and just listening to different types of music it, it just it just gave me a new fire again i guess you can say that hell yeah that's good and you, you have to kind of step back from it too to to reset yourself to your point to 
to find your focus back in the music and you know that shit will consume you if you let it if you let it so you know that's a strong willpower to drop the not drop the social media but have very limited to it while you're while you're writing and with with what's going on and everything so well you know i i feel like i've done the world a disservice if i post a picture to instagram because it's always something that's just (laughs) you know just so I, I, I'm just, you know, I let all the cool kids take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There's a lot. There's a lot of cool kids for sure. Yeah, or they think D- they're cool. and I, yeah. Uh, or I'm, definitely, I'm definitely not cool, but uh, no, it's fine. It's so fine. coming up, coming <laughs> off a tour, you guys dropped a new album. Remember? Uh, Tell us about that writing process. Was that something planned through quarantine? Was it in the works before? How did all that come about? Well, I mean, you know, as as, as any people who know me and Waylon, you know, uh, we've known each other our whole lives. So, you know, no matter what band he was in, what band I was in, we always met in the middle somehow, you know. It'd be like my band would go on tour with the band he was in or play shows or it, we just always just came back together. And it's like right now, you know, for remember it was that quarantine stuff and you know with the way that music's changed you know with the spotify and the streaming and all that you know albums aren't what they used to be you know right yeah so but you know little old redneck me you know i jump in my little mazda and i head down to florida and me and Waylon spend like a week 14 days you know sitting around writing songs and coming up with parts and all this stuff. And then, you know, I come back home and sit down and make the songs and then I'd send it to him and he would record, you know, his vocals and stuff like that. So we did a lot of it over the internet, but yeah. And that was the first time I'd ever done that, honestly, you know, I mean, I've sent off songs and beats and blah, 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 but it was the first time I'd really sat down and, and made an album over email, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. (laughs) You know, yeah. it's crazy it's cool it's good that like the technology is there to do that and continue the writing and you, i mean you guys got an album done so but also at the same time for someone to be in the same room and to feel each other's energy and stuff it's obviously got to be difficult in its aspect as well well i was getting ready to say you know going down and going down to Florida and, you know, vibing off of Waylon and stuff, you know, vibing off of each other, getting ideas off of each other, you know, that's always it. But, you know, I guess call me old school, but I just love being in the room with everybody. And like you say, vibing off of the vibes and stuff, you know, that's, but it it was, it was a learning process for myself, but I enjoyed it. I'm ready to do it again. Still doing it. Hell yeah. That was good. Well, you must be pumped uh get to fly out and actually get with the band and write and fit and get some stuff recorded. Well, that's why I'm so excited to head up to Nashville, you know, this week, because, yeah. you know, we're all going to be in a room together and, and just start rocking out and coming up with some ideas, you know, that that's the main thing, getting the vibe. Exactly. Uh, we're going to get another uh, question. I'm going to pop in here. Um, Real quick, when's the merch line? Uh, it'll be coming out, you know, hopefully by spring, all that good stuff. You know, we've got a lot of ideas coming through and some a couple of artists working on some stuff. So I'm pretty excited about that, you know. Get your church oh, yeah. merch. That's over at, uh, I believe, churchbeats.com, if I remember correctly. 
Yep. That'll be launching really soon. You know, got a lot of goody like hip hop and crazy beats to go on it and just some weird stuff because I've been really getting into, um, I mean, you know, I wouldn't say just a particular artist, but I guess just like noise, you know, like ghost main, <laughs> you know, just, just, just. Ghost main's awesome. <laughs> oh, I, I, well, that's, that's why I threw him out there. You know, I mean, I've listened to him for a while, but you know, I'm uh, oh, yeah. just getting into that crazy, weird noise, you know, Igor type stuff. So, you know, and I'm sure people, you know, uh, especially with the internet the way it is, you know, there's an unending plethora of music and great artists and just, oh yeah, just tons of inspiration on every click. You know, there's not corners anymore. There's clicks, you know, you don't have to go around the corner. So <laughs> I like that. You have to go around the click. <laughs> well, go around it's the true. click. It's true. I absolutely know that. <laughs> so, so, so I've saw like getting, you know, my facts about both bands. You've done features and have had artists feature with Achilles Confession. What are some of your, what were some of your favorite like featured artists that you got to work with? Huh? Well, you know what? This goes back a little bit, but one of my favorite artists that I got to work with, I think it was, um, Busy Bone. I got to work with him on the 10,000 Cadillacs album when we made that, you know, and it was, it it was, it was, it was, it was actually pretty comical, you know, because like, here I am, you know, I got this sweet Southern drawl, you know, I talk, (laughs) you know, real slow. And then, um, I'm recording him in the studio and I'm, I'm like, what'd you say? <laughs> and then he'd be like, what'd you say? I was like, so, you know, the song turned out really great, but the experience I had was even better. You know, awesome. it was something you can't put a price on. So that was, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Must be, must be a good time to be able to spread your wings in a sense to you work with different artists and get different uh, ideas and concepts then well, work I mean, together yeah. and making them flow. Well I, well, I mean, you know, when, when, when you look at the, the, you know, how many Grammys did those guys win? Like nine Grammys. Right. <laughs> you know? It's like every like, time oh, they shit. sang. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of, I was actually nervous too. You know, I was like, Oh shit. What, what am I going to, what am I going to do? <laughs> how, 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 how do you, how do you talk to a, a nine time Grammy winner? You know, it's like, how do you talk right. to them? <laughs> hey, you did it though, and that's great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it was it was amazing. So that was one of my favorite things that I've ever done. I so right, like just musically. Cool. On uh, the flip side of that, Tommy, who do you want to work with that you haven't worked with yet? Oh my gosh! I mean, that's. <laughs> That's a loaded one. It is. Well, you see, that's a hard question because it's like, I want to work with anybody that wants to work, you know? I mean, I love, you know, like, I'll meet, and this has actually happened to me. I'm not going to lie. You know, it's like, you know, I meet some dude in Guitar Center and he's like, oh, well, I make music. I'm like, well, let me hear it. And then I'm like, hey, that sounds really cool. Let's, let's do something. Here's my email. Or, you know, it could be somebody like, um, whoever. I mean, it doesn't matter. But, I mean, you know, I would love to sit down and jam with Slash. You know, Slash, if you're listening, now, we could sit down and cut some heads. Now, that would be pretty awesome. 
that would be fucking incredible. Yeah, oh yeah, because uh, he's one of he's one of my favorites of, of all time too. You know him, Angus Young, and all the old blues players. I guess. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Is like is blues music a heavy influence on your your jamming, your writing? Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's something that won't go away. You know what I mean? Right, it's, totally. it's it's just in my soul. You know, so yeah, it's just. You know, some just old blues and stuff, you know, I mean, but when I when I think of the blues, you know, I don't necessarily think about B.B. King singing about Lucille. You know, I mean, I'm more of like the Sabbath heavy, dark blues, you know, the deep oh, no. purples and, you know, the Mastodon blues. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Well, and people wouldn't like categorize some of those bands in that category, but it is. Yeah. So. Well, it, it, it really is. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like uh you know, everybody's like, you know, I, when I tell everybody, I'm like, well, who's your favorite band? I'm like, ACDC. And they look at me like, what? Like, you, you <laughs> they're like, you're a heavy metal motherfucker. I'm like, yes, yes, I know. You know, I love my DSIs and cannibal corpses and music you can't understand. But, totally. you know, it's like uh, when I go back and I listen to like just being able to make songs and just dirty, heavy, grooving riffs. I mean, you know, it's like. Shit, ACDC was almost punk rock before they were punk rock, you know? Singing about fat women and bar fights and, you know, yeah, get, yep. getting, totally. getting slapped by hookers. And then, <laughs> I mean, what's not the love, you know? I mean, they want <laughs> <ACDC>. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's pretty, uh, they just lived every rocker's dream, you know? <laughs> so, hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ultimate rock star list for sure. 100%. So with uh, Killer's Confession, what uh, I'm going to take it to the Jeffrey Nothing side of things. What's going on there? What's uh, what's happening in that camp there? Any new albums coming out, new tracks? What's going on there? Uh, well, with the Jeffrey Nothing, you know, we've just been releasing um, singles at a time. You know, we have enough for an album, but in today's world, you know, to keep like the Spotify and stuff up, you have to release a song every so months and every so um yes yes i do love being slapped by hookers who doesn't if they tell you they don't they are lying (laughs) (laughs) sorry i had to put that up there sorry to take you off your train of thought (laughs) oh no actually i was thinking more about hookers i was just talking bs to to satisfy all the music people (laughs) you know (laughs) oh man I mean, awesome. hookers, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about before we went on the air earlier, but we don't have which to was porn. Which it was, was porn. porn. We were talking about porn. Yeah. And, the, and the types. And your, your types of porn, your favorite the types variety. of variety. And... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. You know, I mean, that's how you can tell if you're a really close friend of mine. You know, <laughs> if you're a really close friend of mine, you always get a shemale dick in your inbox, you know. And that's no right. joke, you know. You that's it's great. So if, if you're you real get... close with Tommy, don't yep. give him your phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good way to find peace. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So to pull back off the porn conversation and hookers real quick, Jeffrey, nothing. So you're saying you're re- you're releasing songs every few months, which we've talked about in the past, and you're right. Like nowadays with Spotify, Apple Music, all that stuff, dropping singles, 
I feel like they get a little more attention than dropping full albums because it leaves people wanting more and it leaves people wanting the full album. Well, you know, like those singles, they help. Of, of course, they're going to help get you to newer audiences. And anymore, you know, right. it's like um, uh, if, if you're a musician, you've got to make videos of some form or fashion or something, you know, because the content just goes hand in hand now. You know, if nine times out of ten, if people like your video, they'll go check you out on Spotify, your singles, and then they'll check out the other songs. So, you know, that's why. We, we try to release some kind of visual for Jeffrey Nothing every song we do. And, you know, we're, we're, we're just having fun with it and making the music that we want to make. And, you know, because the new Jeffrey, you know, it's like we tuned down the E and uh, adding, you know, uh, getting Ian to come in and sing with Jeff and doing, you know, some two vocal harmonies and some crazy just yeah. guttural parts, you know, it's, it's it, it's good. It's fun. It's refreshing for us again, you know, because not bound by any limits or restraints or anything, just doing what we want to do. That's cool. I like that. Just going at a no pressure of getting things out like immediately. Or, it's good. Yeah. So, you know, and in today's world, you have to keep that spotify type thing going because you know people can release albums but my attention span is so short and everybody else's attention span is so <laughs> short with everything around in us you know i mean shucks i i listen to the radio and watch tv at the same time because i'm just a partier you know so <laughs> it's like you know no, gotta have three right, things right. going at once you know yes yes so you're definitely right on that aspect but you got digs. I'm a Gavin um, over here. That's all right. We're gonna. I'm gonna spin it a little bit out of the music world. We're gonna bring it into uh-huh. uh, the paranormal world that I know you uh, you and Lisa do a lot with the paranormal. You guys have something coming up on January 22nd. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Here it is, right here, uh, over at Hotel Josephine. There, people come sign up to come ghost hunt with you, uh, meet and greet, and uh, snacks. An overnight stay. So, uh, give us a little rundown of what's going on there and uh, how you got into the paranormal aspect of doing things. Oh well, I'll tell you. Uh, my girlfriend Sonika, she was always into like these crazy um, videos on YouTube. You know, she would watch like nukes and sir spooks and stuff like that. But she got me into like uh, these crazy videos you know not like ghost hunters international the dudes that ride around in a ritabug van you know it was like uh the the i guess like the real people haunted house stuff you know so yeah but i mean you know to say that i'm a ghost hunter is a little far stretch because i'll tell you what if anything comes out the closet at me i'm headed the other way (laughs) you know i'm not gonna sit there and Um, you know ask it what it had for dinner you know so (laughs) But, you know, it's it's interesting and it, it definitely it pulls something out of you on the inside. You know, it's like, are you brave enough to go in that door? Or are you brave enough totally. to go check it? You know, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like, so do you so you feel like you're like more into the energy of a location and stuff like that? You're not necessarily looking for paranormal activity or are you like looking for it, you know? You well, I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it's like a, 
even when I was a kid, you know, I was always intrigued by that stuff because living in the mountains of North Carolina, there's always legends, you know, there's like, yeah. Oh, there's the old witch down at the blood rock or, you know, there's, there's a witch that threw the kids in the well. So, you know, me and my friends, we would go sit at the well and look for that, and, you know, just <laughs> get for, um, and it's basically, basically just an excuse to smoke pot and get out of the house. But, you know, just, yeah, it makes it fun. It makes absolutely. It fun. <laughs> Always makes it fun. And, you know, it, it was fun and it is fun, you know, going out and doing stuff like that. And it's, it's like you say, you know, it's, it's like that weird feeling. It's like, Ooh, I'm creeped out, you know, because totally. so, sometimes you can't describe a feeling sometimes, you know, it's like, you get that like, heebie-jeebie feeling walking into a room because you know something's going on, but you just it's that feeling. Oh yeah, you know it's that it's that, it's that big wide-eyed like, you know, when you look at the person beside of you and you don't have to say a <laughs> word because they're like they know it too, you know. <laughs> like, oh well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like the when uh, the Sally House, the one that I edited for you and Lisa, that's up on the LTD LTTV YouTube that we're streaming live on right now. So go like share subscribe to that when you guys come up out of the basement and that and uh you said you could feel something coming up behind you you guys can both kind of scurried up the steps a little bit to get out of there i mean that just working on that and then rewatching it just had me like the hairs on my arm sticking up because uh, yeah, yeah. the sally house was pretty creepy the brown theater was well man it had this great big air conditioner in it Okay, and it would just kick on at random. And you know what a huge air conditioner sounds like? It sounds like a freight train is coming straight for your head. Right, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you know, like at the Brown Theater, it, we were in the pitch dark. We were in the basement, and then all of a sudden, a train comes at your head, and it was scary. But at the Sally House, it, it was very quiet. You know, a vi- every now and then, a car would drive by or something. But there was a, a very creepy, eerie feeling there sometimes. But... You know, uh, did you see the part where she ran off and left me and went screaming down the street? <laughs> uh, I don't believe that one made it on the videos that I got. Oh, yeah. well, goes, we'll just keep oh. that. We'll just keep that our <laughs> inside joke then. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, you know, it was, it, it's something definitely different. You know, we went up and we played with the toys and that was yeah. the most creepy thing to me, you know, and we didn't like desecrate them or, you know, try to you know, rip its head off and be like, you come get us. But it was like, uh, you know, we put them in a circle and she was supposed to mess them up or put them in a circle and stuff. And that that was weird sitting in, I guess, Sally's room yeah. w- with the toys. And you just got this weird, just like, I'm not sure I want to be in here much longer vibe, you know? Totally. <laughs> that and then there was the closet. And I believe it looked like one of the parents' rooms where something had happened in the closet and uh, with a little boy and Sally, I think. Yeah, she, it was. She was. It was definitely a creeper closet, man. It was weird because that is the way weird. That, yeah, it was. It was really weird the way that the closet even worked together, but in the room, you know, because it looked like a like. A carpeted dungeon, almost. You know, it was, it was weird. Yeah, I got creepy vibes. You know, looking at it and all that. So for you guys to stay there, also in the night, 
Um, obviously, things look a lot different at nighttime with no with, with the lights on. You guys out there with your spotlights. Um, so I don't know how you managed to do it, but do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, in Massachusetts, they have, give you the option to go stay at the Conjuring House. Which uh-huh. I don't know if you're familiar with that story, but I don't know if I would do it. I don't know. I don't. I would go there during the daytime with the sun up, but I wouldn't stay the night. <laughs> well, my brother always tells me my brother really. My brother is into it more than I am. Like he, you know, he loves that stuff, and he'll 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 go through any door. I don't know. I don't understand how people can do that, you know, but like, uh, uh, he was, he wants to go to the, uh, I believe it's, uh, the, uh, the old asylum in Kentucky. Do you know the name of that place? What do they call no. that? Uh, there's some asylum in Kentucky he wants to go to, which I honestly don't want to go with that. It looks too scary. Yeah. Some stuff <laughs> like you just can't, I uh, can't fuck with. <laughs> which what? one of the, uh, oh, I was ask, just like uh, one of the most scariest moments that you've ever encountered doing it for you personally. Well, it's like when when I was when I was younger, I saw um, two ghosts. I actually saw three ghosts, but I think one was an alien. And I'm not sitting here saying, oh, aliens come to get me. But it was weird. Like um, <laughs> hey, it, I had a weird alien experience. As a child, well, <laughs> I, I forget I forget what year it was, but I was just a kid, and um, Hurricane Hugo came through North Carolina and demolished everything. It was absolutely just just terrifying the damage that this thing done. You know, we didn't have power for weeks; trees were down, blah blah blah. So anyway, it was like one night during Hurricane Hugo, the the crazy winds were blowing and all that stuff. Well. I woke up and I was like backed up against the wall and I don't know how I got there. I, I don't, you know, I, I was told I had a problem with sleepwalking, but I'm up against the wall and I can see somebody in front of me. And I'm like, I'm calling out to my brother because, because of the, the storm, you know, we had some family members stay over and stuff like that. So me and my brother were sharing a bed and I'm just like, uh, and I just call out to him. I was like, is that you? Who's in front of me? Who are you? And it, and it went on for like what seemed forever. And then Eesh. and then out of the, the corner, my brother looks at me and he was like, he's like, who are you talking to? And I was like, that ain't you? He's like, no, I'm over here. So we both screamed and, you know, just lost our minds and stuff like that. But then, um, you know, I also ran into like a couple of ghosts or I believe they were ghosts. I don't know. Totally. I, I don't know. I don't know. I've had but, some know. weird experiences in my life, I will say. Yeah. <laughs> With that ghostly thing. So, I don't I guess know. You had a, it's full energy. I guess you had a head around the corner behind you at uh, the Brown Theater. Yeah, it was crazy. We didn't even see that until we went back and we were going through all of the footage. And, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, what in the devil is behind me? And, we were, and it was on Facebook Live, you know, it was on Eesh. live. We didn't even have it on, um, like, well, I mean, it was on captured video, of course, but it was right. live, you know, we, we didn't have no way to manipulate it or anything, but we went back and we were just watching it and we were like, what in, it looks like something just peeks its head around the corner at me when I'm looking at the pictures of the old 
theater owners. It was, it, I think it scares you more when you go back and see it instead Absolutely. of like, you know, it's like, Oh, that thing was right there near me. And I didn't even know it. That's, that's almost more terrifying than it knocking over a lampshade or something, you know? Totally. Yeah. I get that. Go back and rewatch the footage and you real to your point, realize, Oh shit, that thing was nose to nose with me. I didn't even see it or, this person, you know, you heard this sound and then you see a shadow across the screen or. Well, you know, I mean, we're, we're just basically having a good time talking shit, making fun, you know, talking to people on Facebook. And then we go back to look at it and I was like, oh, my God, Oogie Boogie's behind me. What the hell is that? <laughs> I was like, holy shit. Nuts. It's oh. crazy. That's cool, though. It's that it's cool that you do that. And then uh, one time, you know, we were in the uh, main hall. And, um, we were sitting there and, you know, we had out like the spirit box and stuff and like, for just some reason, like she just went blank, like just blank. And she just, we just lost like time. And I mean, I had to snap her out of it. I was like, Hey, 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 what are you? She's like, what? what? I was like, I was like, where are you? And she, she was just like gone. You know, and it's the freaky stuff like that that you don't expect that that's the most terrifying. Definitely. And I'm not talking about, you know, like, you know, you run around and, you know, here comes Patrick Swayze, you know, it's more like the, the, the physical stuff that, you know, like when, when you're sitting there and you're watching somebody that you're in this haunted place with and, you know, they're, just out, you know, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna call the priest, get an exorcist on your ass exactly. or something. Because, exactly. you know, I ain't riding Crazy. in the car with you. You ain't bringing no juju <laughs> home with me. <laughs> you know. I will send a ride back. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. like, I hope you brought the candles and the sage and the salt. Right. <laughs> sure. yeah. That's awesome, though. That's. uh I don't know. I, I'd be, I could do some of it, but definitely not. Um, well, you know, it's like a, even on, even on tour, I've done this for a while. Even when I'm on tour, you know, like um, the Thompson house, you ever heard of that? It's a place down close to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Well, they I've used to have bands it. there. Well, you know, it was like, uh, I would always go on ghost hunts in places like, you know, that had like a history, you know, like the Thompson house. I did one there. Didn't see anything. We were all just drunk and having fun. <laughs> and then, uh, I went on a couple at the Rave Theater, you know, the place where Jeffrey Dahmer used to hang out mm-hmm. and like yes, catch his victims. Mm-hmm. That that place was pretty awesome, and it's pretty daggone freaky when all you're right. going through there, especially with all the history on the walls. Right. You know, you're, totally. It's it's pretty crazy. So you know, over the years, you know, I've done ghost hunts while out on tour or whatever, you know. Got to get you over to the Clown Motel over in Vegas. Where's that I'm at? Do this for a second. The Clown Motel—it's a—it's like a very secluded uh, hotel on one of the interstates in Vegas, and it's supposedly incredibly, incredibly haunted and creepy. It's in the backside of a cemetery. Um, it's creepy as fuck, and I want to go. Oh, well. I've never heard of that. The Clown Motel. I mean, I would love to go as long as it's as long as it's haunted by dead people and not real life Anthony Hopkinses. You know, I'm more scared of the living than I am the dead. 
No, it's definitely haunted by the dead people, not not the living. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, bath salts do some crazy things to a man. <laughs> yes, 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 they do. Uh, as we start to wrap up here, Tommy, we got a few minutes left. First, we want to thank you again for coming on. Uh, Killer's Confession, Jeffrey Nothing Band. Make sure you go check them out, like, share, subscribe, all their social medias. Any final words, anything last you want to plug before uh, we cut you loose and you can get ready to depart to, to Nashville tomorrow? Uh, you know, man, I just want the world to keep rocking and to get back into a living life again and stop, you know, this crazy fear shit, you know? So, you know, crank that music up loud, drink a cold one, and let the good times roll. Fuck Those yeah. are the way we like to do it. Tommy, right. thank you again for uh, for coming out on Sunday, chatting with us. Uh, look forward to seeing you out on the road in 2022. And uh, we wish you the best of, of luck in writing. And Yeah, and, uh, excited for the new stuff, for sure. Absolutely. Well, got a, got, I got quite a few different genres of stuff going out, you know, uh, all the way from Beethoven to behemoth type stuff, you know, so. Right. One extreme to the other. So well, we're looking forward to it all. Make sure you go over and check out churchbeats.com when that merch line drops, hopefully this spring. And uh, Tommy, we'll talk with you soon. We appreciate it. And uh, best of luck in 2022. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Tommy Church, everybody, at Killer's Confession, Jeffrey Nothing Band. Go check them out. And again, go get to Spotify. Put them on your playlist. Go like, subscribe, share, subscribe to all their shit. Uh, go like, just subscribe. Yeah, wow. Words. Words. Like, share, subscribe to all of our stuff over at Hell Entertainment. Uh, YouTube, Facebook, all that good shit. A great photography. Go subscribe to her because she's kind of good, I guess. Except when she does that. <laughs> oh, I found Chucky's head. I don't know. We lost Chucky's head. <clears throat> oh, yeah. After you bit him, I think he went flying somewhere. That hurt my teeth. That was a good sound. Too. I actually got one of those for Christmas. But Chucky head? Yeah. Oh. I think it's in my bag somewhere around here. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So, thank you for joining us. We will see you in Two a weeks. weeks. That will be our season finale of season two of Sinner Sundays. It'll just be these two beautiful faces. Maybe a few guests. We don't know what's going to happen, but uh, pop in, shoot the shit. We're going to do our recap of the year of our season. Uh, we hope everybody had a happy and safe New Year's. And uh, we're ready to rock and roll in 2022. I know I am. I know you are. That's and, right. Uh, once again, January 22nd, you can go ghost, ghost hunt with church at the Hotel Josephine. Uh, check out hellentertainment.com for all of the recaps of the show tonight. All the links you can find for Tommy and all his bands and all his projects. And uh, I guess he won't be seeing us on Instagram again. because well, He might. You're there, I'm here. It happens. We'll see what happens. See what, what we can happens? do. Um, <laughs> on that yeah. note, I think... We are done. <laughs> We're done. Good night. We Good night, you. everybody. We will talk with you soon. <laughs> Bye.